0: I couldn't get any more wider, And I'm like listening to Dr. Dre, you know, and my friends are always like, uh, they're like, how can you listen to that music? You know, it degrades women. You know, they're always talking about getting high and shooting guns. I'm like, It's just a snapshot of their day, guys. They're just kind of like showing us what they do every day. You shouldn't be so, you know, that was new and I just think it's terrible. I got to work on it. I got to work on it. I got to work on it. All right, um, give it up for your next comic coming up. Um, Let me see if I get this name right. Give it up for Cody... Sayla? Oh, okay.
1: Hello, hello. 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 I don't know if you guys can tell by looking at me, but I got good at guitar in high school. I did it so I could try to get laid, but it didn't really work out. My My generation's not really into guitar solos. That was more of like a 70s and 80s thing. So I gave up on my generation and started fucking their moms. It worked out a lot better for me. I've never been very athletic. I can't get shit past a soccer goalie, but I can slide in and score on a soccer mom that's my shit that's my shit the thing is when you're fucking a mom I mean you gotta have some technique if you're gonna please a pussy that's literally had a human being come through it you know so when you're doing that you know you're in there the pussy adjusts to your dick you know it gets consistent that's when you pull out and just give her the head and some change because that pussy's gonna clamp down like it wants every cent of that change like you're trying to divorce it and then that's when you give it full blast again and that's the closest a woman's going to feel to being a virgin after she's given birth i mean at least with your shit there's always a bigger fish right not all dicks are created equal not all dicks are created equal not all boners are created equal you know like you have the half chub you have the full mass and you have the ragers the ragers are when you get a dump boner and you're like fuck man your body's like this is a medical emergency we got to get this shit home stat and they don't come from shit you'd expect, like seeing a hot ass. They comes from like seeing like a text message that's like, hey, I want to sit in your lap, but I've been working all day and I'm kind of sweaty. That'll turn you into a dog, like I'll lap that up. That, that's, the, that's those werewolf boners. Then you'll be out for blood. You're driving around with a boner like that, you see a cute girl in traffic and you just want to rear end her car. So that way she'll have to pull over and exchange information. It works out sometimes. I was going to the store the other day, and there's a homeless dude out front, and I see this guy all the time singing country songs. And so he recognized me, and as I was passing him, he looked me in the eye, and he goes, hey, man, I've been working through my depression, too. <laughs> and I'm like, too? Is that the kind of vibe i am putting out, man? Fuck. Game recognized game. i got to give him some respect, man. He's my, my homeless spirit animal. I think, uh, dudes are better at remembering faces than they are remembering names. Because when they're talking to you, they're not thinking about fucking you in the name. You know? You can't really come all over syllables. Like, uh, I saw this really, really cute, skinny girl, but she was way too skinny. I decided to ask her out to dinner just to make sure she'd get dinner. She said no, but I still gave her lunch money but it made me feel like uh giving money to a homeless person you know because they're not really going to spend it on food (laughs) so when she was walking away i'm like man i really hope that nameless girl with the fuckable face buys a sandwich (laughs) i really hope so does anybody else want to hear the rest of the conversation trump had with billy bush i want to hear the rest of it 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 felt like he was leading into some instructions you know like step one grab her by the pussy step two you scoop the tit step three you lift and you turn maybe it's just some ballet shit, or maybe it was like self-defense you know like female assailants coming at you you stop her by grabbing her in the pussy then you slide under and you uppercut the butthole i think i could get behind a president who says punch her in the butthole it's a much power much more powerful statement because you wouldn't want to be in front of them right get behind that shit. get behind that shit quick <laughs> Uh, let's see. Don't you hate it when you're talking to somebody and they check their phone? It's fucking rude, right? <laughs> What's worse? What's worse is when they're talking to you and they check their phone. <laughs> because it's like they understand how uninteresting what they're saying is. Anyway. <laughs> I think uh, there are some unsung heroes in this country. Unsung heroes. Because the main reason people don't do bad is because they don't want to go to prison. And the reason people don't want to go to prison is because they don't want to get raped. So you guys got to remember to thank rapists for keeping our streets clean. Woo! All right, that bombed. I'm just going to get the fuck out of here, guys. Uh, Have a great night. Welcome your host back to the stage.
0: And you're a prop comic too. That's awesome. Oh no! <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Huh?
0: <laughs> no, it totally worked. I'm just joking. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you because that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. No, that was that was great. I realize I shouldn't critique everybody as they get off the stage. This is something I'm starting to realize. It's like kind of fucked up. Like You know what I mean? Like I'm just supposed to like do jokes and then be like, alright. But it's it's like fun, right? I feel like we're in like kind of like we're a session, right? This is a this is a group session and we're just all trying to work our shit out, right? Yep. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I uh I was walking down the street the other day and um This guy flashed me one of these gestures. Have you guys seen
2: this?
0: (laughs) You seen that? You seen that? Was it him? No, it was not him, because that would have been hilarious. (laughs) But no, I would have said something for sure. (laughs) I wasn't going to let that shit go, right? No, yeah, he flashed me that, and I was just like, dude, who gives a sideways blowjob? What the fuck? Uh, That doesn't even make sense. right? It doesn't. I don't know I don't know it just doesn't make sense but then I was thinking about it and I was like hey maybe I want to watch TV while I give one what right just be kind of like this just like something like that something like that's what i was thinking oh shit i forgot who the next person is hold on talk amongst yourselves for a second oh yes i remember i remember okay okay all right you guys ready for your next comic yeah. all right um very funny lady her name this uh this lady i've never seen before but um i know she is fucking hilarious her name is give it up for Jackie Pearl <laughs>
3: I'm originally from Honolulu. We hug people. That's what we do. I sexually molest people all over the Bay. Um, (laughs) I want you guys to give it up for the ladies in the house, okay? Especially the ones who are getting on stage, right? Right? It's hard. We have to go out, especially the single ladies, in the middle of the night, hang out in dark bars. You know, often we're the only gals there, right? right? I just wish that somebody had told me about this only chick in the room thing back when I was in high school, because when I was 18, I was totally down-to-date, broke, bearded 25-year-old potheads who still live with their parents. (laughs) Miss that window, goddammit. I've had a lot of life changes recently. I lived in Honolulu for 33 years. I divorced my cheating husband. Thank you! I moved from Honolulu to Sacramento and I decided to become a stand-up comic because that's a really sound financial choice as my guy at Edward Jones tells me. Um, But yeah, the world is very different. The last time I dated, literally, was 1989. Yeah, seriously. I'm gonna be 53 on Sunday. Yeah, April Fool's Day! Easter, and my birthday, and rent, all fall on the same day, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, a lot of changes. So back in 89, who was not even born in 89? Tell me that. You weren't. 89, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's literally the last time I dated. I graduated high school in 83. I was born in 65, 1965. I'm older than your mother, I'm guessing. Ah, good. Um, but it, the world is very different, like we didn't have cock rings, we didn't talk about fisting back in 89, we didn't talk about butt plugs, this is, I'm i am dating again, and this is a whole new fucking world. You also used to meet people organically back then, right? Seriously organically, you used to go out and say, hey, at a grocery store, hey, at a library, hey, at a church, not that I go to church, but some people did that. Um, and, and nowadays, it's all online, and I have three adult kids. It's not like I'm leaving them home Macaulay Culkin style, they're 18, 21 and 23 and they're giving me dating advice it's fascinating they know more about this shit than i do but yeah it's a very very different world um i got on a few dating apps and i'm really loving the swipe left shit i'm digging that um but yeah uh so when i uh First started dating again and divorced my husband. My older married friends are accusing me had a midlife crisis, right? Like this is a midlife crisis, I guess, because I'm out with you guys. My kids think I'm home at a live taping of an NPR concert tonight because I lie now uh, and sneak out and then sneak back in holding my heels, like you see in those college videos. But um, yeah, and and I will tell you this for the ladies here, you're not there yet. I am don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. Midlife is just basically puberty backwards. I'm not kidding. This is high school all over again. You've got weird hair growing out of weird places. Your hormones are up and down. You're like a prepubescent teen freaking with the hormones and shit. You're boy crazy because you haven't had sex in so long if you've been married for 25 years like me, right? It's insane. And so I tell my girlfriends, I said, I am not having a midlife crisis. I'm just going back to what I used to do. I used to race motorcycles. I used to jump out of airplanes. I'm not saying I'm going to walk naked through the Taco Bell drive-thru again. Mm-hmm. I might, but I'm just saying I used to have a life. I used to do fun stuff, and I'm getting it all back. Fuck you, Jaywalk. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I went out on a date for the first time in 25 years since 1989 went out on a date and we hit it off and it was really good and he said to me at the end of the night he said want to go back to my place fool around a little bit you know and I went are you crazy you have a seven-year-old and a 17-year-old in the upstairs bedroom are you insane and he said to me shh we'll be quiet And that's when I really realized this really is just frickin' high school all over again. That's the same thing as, shh, your dad will hear, shh, the kids will hear. Exact same thing, exact same thing. So ladies, I'm here to tell you that there is life beyond that. Get through all of this, and then there will be life. But gentlemen of a certain age, of which there are absolutely none in comedy clubs, um, your best bet to get in with that cheerleader you're still kind of thinking about back in high school is to get with a 50 year old divorcee she's going to be hormonal as fuck willing to try this new sex thing everybody's talking about maybe even willing to have it with people in the next room shh, shh, same thing and scared to death of being pregnant all right my name is Jackie Pearl <laughs> um, I run a big it's a, it's a it's a podcast on facebook so look it up carpool comics we tape on the way there and the
0: way back super fun
2: hi
0: jackie pearl she's gonna go get in her minivan yeah <laughs> minivans are great because you can live in them if you have to if oh sorry i don't know it's not i've never done that hey uh so you guys having a good time yeah. everybody having a good time yeah yeah you know what the problem is let me tell you what the what this is the biggest problem that's happening in this room right now if you guys have ever come to one of these open mics in this room before um there's usually a heavy pot smell going on right now and i think it helps with the laughter so yeah, if you could spark that up so we could. Oh, but that's a vape. Oh yeah, see, we're not gonna get a secondary off of that.
4: Sorry, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that's very selfish. No, I have a friend who, uh, whenever I go anywhere with him, we'll be outside and he'll be asking everybody if they wanna, if they wanna like take a puff off of his pipe. And I'm like, dude, that's why no one sucks your dick. You know that? It's just. <laughs> All right, are we got, are we ready for our next comic? Yeah. Woo! Wait, I keep doing that always do that. Keep it away from your mouth. Alright, our next comic coming up here is is Miss Sarah Cooper! (laughs)
5: Hello, everybody. Uh, My name is Sarah Cooper. I uh, worked in uh, corporate America in an office job for a really long time. Anyone else have an office job here? Yeah. Um, It's where I learned to be super aggressively, passive aggressive. Um, I uh, hated my manager. And uh, so I signed up for this course called How to Deal with an Incompetent Manager, because I knew that all my training courses went to him for approval. So he was able to see that. Um, We always tried to solve problems uh, through email. So we'd email back and forth and then the email would get too long until someone said, why don't we have a meeting? And then we'd have a meeting and then the meeting would get cut off. And so someone would say, let's go back to email. And then we'd go to an email and that would go back and forth until someone said, let's have a meeting. And then we'd have a meeting and that could get, uh, get cut off and then we'd have go back to email and then we'd go back to a meeting and then we'd email and then we'd meet and then we'd email and then we'd meet and then we'd email and then we'd meet and then we'd eat and then we'd email and then we'd email and then we finally decided to just have sandwiches for lunch. So that's exactly what happened almost every day. I had trouble speaking up in meetings. I had trouble asserting myself. Anyone else have trouble asserting themselves? good job. You're doing good. You're, you're doing good then. Uh, yeah, getting better. Um, I I felt like I had to say something meaningful in meetings, uh, but then I noticed that the salespeople would speak up even when they didn't have anything meaningful to say. And so um, I noticed some tricks that you can do to look smarter in meetings, um, even when you have nothing meaningful to contribute. Uh, One of them is you can translate percentages into fractions. So if someone says 25% of people clicked on this button, go, oh about one in four and make a note of it (laughs) (laughs) and everyone will be really impressed with your quick math skills. Um, Another one uh, is to ask will this scale? No matter what it is just say is this going to scale? No one knows what that means but it makes you look really smart like you really care about what's going on. Um, And another good one is if someone's giving a presentation uh, it doesn't matter where it is in the presentation just go "Um, Could you go back a slide? (laughs) And as soon as you do that, all of your coworkers will think that you're going to brilliantly point out something on that slide that they all missed. You don't have to say anything. You can just kind of look at the slide and nod and, and then go, Okay, yeah, let's move on. Um, And it'll immediately make you look super, super smart. Um, I worked at uh, Google for a while. Um, It was fun working there. It was all about being googly. Uh, The new Googlers were called Nooglers. And uh, the older Googlers were called Greglers. That was anyone over 30. Um, They had some trouble coming up with the name for the black Googlers, though. Uh, So they decided to just call them Jake and Sean. Uh, They figured that was the easiest. Think to call them. Yeah <laughs> um, There is there is some trouble with with sexism there um, But you know being like one of the only women there people are like oh It's really hard being a woman in tech, but it's not that hard. You know, here's my advice if you're a woman in tech Be prepared be really prepared But not too prepared because then you'll be uppity Okay You want to be authentic, but you also want to hide all of your thoughts and feelings at all times. You want to smile, but you don't want to smile too much because then people will think you're flirting. But you don't want to not smile because then you'll look like a bitch. What you want to do is just look like you're having a stroke. Um, because then that, that's like right in the middle where like you'll look like you um, are approachable but not too approachable. I, for me, I always just try to be um, with men as, as non-threatening as possible, as, as not pushy, you know, as not competent as I can be just try not to appear too competent Um, I would put lots of smiley faces and emojis and exclamation points in my emails and if I had to point out something wrong I would just you know instead of saying this is wrong I'd be like is this wrong I I don't even know like uh, I don't even like numbers you know this might be wrong it might not be Um, and that was just an easier way to do that I I did hear a rumor that the uh, software engineers at Google are so proud of working there that they have sex with their badges on. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's a joke. (laughs) They do not have sex, Uh, no. My, my husband hates that joke because he's a software engineer at Google. Uh, we met at work, um, and I feel like when you meet someone at work, it's not like settling, it's more like giving up, um, because it's just like, I can see your calendar, you know, you're here, I'm here, let's just have like some really convenient sex. Um, and that's what that was like. Uh, let's see, what else did I want to talk about? Um, I, uh... I have been uh, really getting into uh, beauty products. Uh, I saw an article called, um, These 20 Products Reveal the Secret of Asian Beauty. So I bought 17 of them, and uh, they're really, really weird. I was putting this stuff on my face called snail mucus. Um, It's really, really viscous. You put it between your fingers and it stretches out, and it gets in your nose and your mouth and all over the place. And I'm just rubbing this stuff on my face, and as I'm rubbing this stuff that's like straight from a snail's butt right onto my face, it hit me. These Asian beauty bitches are trolling us. They're just trolling us. I've been using this stuff for a while and I'm seeing no difference in my skin. I'm getting a little bit better at math, but I'm not seeing any, any difference in my skin at all. Um, and so I feel like the secret to Asian beauty is being born Asian I think that's what the secret is and I'm sorry if you're an Asian woman offended by the stereotype that you're all beautiful I know that's hard to hear um so I apologize for that all right thank you guys my name's Sarah Cooper
0: give it up one more time for Sarah Cooper yeah. that's some good shit promoting synergy Sarah Cooper this, I can't make the thing go up higher, so I'm just gonna have to do this, so. All right, you guys ready for your next comic? You having a good time? Yeah. Woo, everybody's having a good time? Yeah? yeah? All right. Uh, your next comic is apparently a brand, not just a person. His name, uh, give it up for Jay Wick Comedy. No.
4: it's, it's like, fuck with the it's so
0: I What's the, the W? Movie. I'm gonna
4: change my fucking name, but it's Jay Wook.
0: Oh, it's Wook. Oh, see, the, the whole O oh didn't happen. No. Nah. It was just like a this. It's real. All right. Give it up for J-Wook Comedy!
4: Guys, give it up for your host, Eerie, man. She's murdering it. Fucking, I think Amazon listens to me too much, dude. That Alexa bitch, right? Because I didn't even know there were dick ring sizes, and she just orders them for me. <laughs> So Erie, just ask Alexa how big my dick is cuz clearly she knows what size cock ring I have. Just saying. Ah, how you guys doing today man? san francisco this is nice man this is weird as shit like i feel awkward here i wash my hands a lot not because i'm like afraid of getting something because i'm afraid someone's gonna call me out on it here like to the point where i even put the toilet seat down in that fucking bathroom because i'm afraid someone's gonna be like you were in here last and tip for all you guys if you ever sit there you'll always be asked is somebody in there yeah, because I guess that's your job. Someone, the, the artist who creates all this beautiful stuff, get up for the artist, all right? I, I, I personally, I personally would love a sign that says, ask this person if it's occupied. You know, something just real artistic right there, because that just happens. Uh, so I'm a dad, you guys. It happened. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, I got two of the best. Seriously, the best, most wonderful. I'm a father of three. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I love all of them the same. This is just recorded, right? You know, they're all my favorites. You know, they, they say kids are your payback. Dude, someone got the wrong fucking resume for me. I was not as bad as Hitler, man. All right, I deserve something good. And I know that sounds very white privilege to me in this day, right? Like this whole privilege thing. And uh, lately, I don't know what your Facebook feed looks like, but a lot of my shit says it's hard being white. He said, the hardest thing is to be a white man in America. And I was like, my Facebook feed is hella racist, dude. And I was like, oh my God, but there's an algorithm that's telling me I might be hella racist, right? It really is. Why am I saying all this shit? And I go... Yeah, it's so hard when the black guy's not there anymore and we have our own person. It's a lot of complaints. A lot of complaints in Sacramento right now. It's, uh, there was an article that says the new KKKK is a police department. And again, my uncle <laughs> raised up on Facebook, so that's why I've missed all the meetings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a total fucking joke. <laughs> Come on, it was my grandpa. He's just bad at Facebook and doesn't keep a schedule. I hate that that's true. I'm glad you guys didn't laugh. Racism is hella terrible. It is, unless you're Asian, where everything's fucking dope, right? Never. You guys even give like the best pedicures with fish and shit. Like the smart ones are like, just put your feet in the tank. It's gonna be great. And they eat all the fucking skin off. Have you guys seen this shit? yeah okay i just sounded maybe hella too racist when i said it but it was fucking amazing to me it's illegal in california right it gets even worse we're so paranoid about water sacramento area is the only place that doesn't recycle water all right you guys have plastic bags down here still are you guys done with those we still have those they they cost 10 cents now Mm. You know how I know they're not worth 10 cents? Because homeless people will pick up the can right next to it and leave that fucking bag right there. <laughs> Fuck, you guys are dirty that's like real shit i had a couple nods and a couple laughs i have no idea how to fill you guys out for real i love this. i really do i love this room man give it up for this room the people that have created it the people that put energy into it give it up for your host erie i really do this is where you grow this is where you survive this is where you become better and hopefully one day i will be too and that's why i'm here but that's why we contribute i mean i don't remember how much i gave <laughs> I like the way you say that She's all It's a lot <laughs> Call back Respect I fucking love you You're a gangster Embrace yourself up here Be 100% You're like Oh I'm gonna tell you a joke Dude you were you You roasted this afterwards Wasn't that dope? <laughs> right? Yeah and, and the only time She was uncomfortable Was when he was hella big She's like Yeah that fat stuff Was funny
2: <laughs>
4: Thank you I'm only playing for him. Fuck you guys, dude. Jeez, I I used to have a joke about the loud black guy in the back, but I don't say it anymore cuz they fucking love me. My fucking people, man. Get my news from World Star on this motherfucker. I really do. I heard about Little Peep. I'm like, "Oh shit, that's terrible." Who the fuck is Little Peep? Oh I have this- Thank you. Give it up for people that had the same thought. Seriously. So I look up who this fuck is, and he's the most untalented artist I've ever heard in my life. And I'm okay with talking bad about the dead. Michael Jackson was a kid toucher. Mm -hmm. Was that disrespectful for me to say? No. It was just so true for San Francisco. Usually someone goes, (gasps) but he can dance. (laughs) That doesn't take everything away. Sheriff from Subway lost weight eating sub sandwiches because of fucking hero. Kid toucher, all gone. One thing you guys do could ruin your entire life, right? You're like, no, I'm hella rich. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> no, for real, I feel like that every day. I, I don't even, because I'm married, still married, successfully married for like 13 years. Give it up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little older than I look or you're probably right. One of those two things, okay? And I wake up every day not wanting to please my wife, but I just don't want to fuck up her day, man. It's my only goal. And I'm a champ dad. Just like that Santa Rosa. What was her name, Jackie? Kayla. Kayla, Kayla understands. It's so dope being a dad. When you're a mom, you got to be like that Starbucks mom, pretty decent stroller, you know, driving a decent car. Like that's a mom shit. And then I don't know why people Give a fuck. Yeah, it's retarded, right? It really is. You're going to laugh at that. (laughs) Yeah, retarded. I know you guys now. You're my people. You're my people. You know, as a dad... Man, one day I I drove my kids to school. I did, I drove my kids to school. Give it up for that, all right, right? And that's how I felt going into school. There was this mom holding her twins. Looked like she smelled like she hadn't showered in at least two days, right? And I'm like, oh, kids walk over here, she probably has lice, come over here. And uh, she goes, wow, father of the year. Dude, get it right. Being a dad's fucking dope, man. When the bar's down here, dude, we're all LeBron James with his big dong donking over by everybody. The extreme callback. Give it up for Erie. Mutiny Radio, thank you so much. I'm Jay Wook. Follow us, Carpool Comics. Jackie, thank you so much, Erie.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Jay woke Comedy. <laughs> Woo! All right. Lice, huh? You know what? I realized, have you guys noticed this? I don't hear that much about people getting crabs these days. What? That's awesome. Yeah, I think we've eradicated crabs. Isn't that awesome? Woo. I mean, it's probably like the grooming we're doing or something, you know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's the grooming or something, but I did, I did actually tell that joke uh, at a room a couple days ago and this one guy in the back just goes, Nope. So I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure that guy's keeping it alive. You know what I mean? Um, all right, let's give it up for our next comic and I'm probably gonna fuck up his name. Uh, Jim McVeigh! Jim McVeigh! Yeah!
6: Oh, my God. Uh, My lips just touched this microphone. Uh, I was going to experiment with tension just for, like, my entire set. And then my lips touched the microphone. And (laughs) great. They say you should dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. So I showed up to work wearing my boss's skin. I got mad. You should dress for the job that you want. So I got naked because I don't want a job. I want to go home. (laughs) Cool. Me and my partner, um, we went to go buy a couch. The salesman said, this is an expensive couch. Why don't you go ahead and make yourself at home? So I sat down and I started crying on it. (laughs) It was a good couch. I bought it. I went to I went to see a hypnotist for binge eating and it worked I don't have any more money for food I just see her once a week I give her all my money and I can't eat anything standing next to um, well I was at the dollar store and I had a break of 50 it went out of business <laughs> Uh, I'm trying, like summer's coming up, I'm trying to get my beach body ready. I'm just not sure which outfit I want to wash up in. (laughs) What am I wearing? Is this too much navy? (laughs) They're going to, like look at this little sailor and all his navy. I'm like, no, that guy was unemployed. I really wanted to experiment with silence and tension. Like, it's really interesting how you can milk a laugh out of not saying anything and that's kind of my goal is to not have to actually write any jokes it's just to (laughs) stare a crowd down until they're so uncomfortable with my weird eye contact anyway i was standing next to i was standing next to a couple because and i was i was just minding their own business and the man he moved the woman didn't notice she was on her phone and thinking that i was him, i could tell that she thought that i was him because she turned and she said i love you ah and i still felt good it still felt really good it was as if i didn't hear her scream in my face uh i stole another man's intimacy and it was fantastic. I it was I didn't say it back. I didn't uh, I didn't know what to say. I couldn't think of anything cute or like clever, so I was just like yep. And then, uh, and then she she turned to him and she's like, oh, "I'm sorry." Like she she's like, "Babe, you know I love you." But I felt like my I love you was so much better than his. <laughs> and he knew my I love you was so much better than his. And I hope they think about me every time they fight. But <laughs> I forgot half the punchlines for that. <laughs> I, don't know. I think it's weird that like two couple, like a couple can just like make out hard on the street corner and just like really go at it just in public. But when a homeless guy does it, everyone's like fucking uh gross. It's just like, dude, never mind. Uh, okay. Okay. Premises, premises. Uh, I'm through with weed. I know a lot of you smoke weed. I can't do it. I feel like if the way, That if I want to feel like the way that I move my body is wrong and everybody is talking about it I'll just go lift weights at the gym (laughs) Trying to find a new job It's like in a pinch like I was looking at my resume and I was like if I was in a hurry My resume could double as a suicide note All I would have to do is just sign it and the police would they'd figure it out. They'd be like Look at that font look at the gaps in his resume uh he listed public speaking under special skills if they saw this set they'd be like uh, uh I'm learning how to bake right now and it's kind of fun um, a recipe called for a cup and a half of sugar so I had to tear open like 90 sugar packets I had to go, I had to, go to the Starbucks like three times <laughs> it bothers me how we measure things like i i'm not very good with like tablespoons teaspoons i kind of wish we would just switch to the metric system because like the metric system is really elegant and i feel like the u.s would switch to the metric system once men realize that like 10 centimeters sound so much larger than four inches (laughs) does everybody get that who's gonna get that Also, my lips just touch this microphone one more time. Three, three, if I if three times and I'll cry. I swear to God, it's so fucking gross. Imagine all the people that have used this microphone. Anyway, I got tested recently. I got like for everything, and I'm all clean. And I swear to God, if I get fucking cold sores, uh, I'm gonna have to tell. I'm gonna have to explain that to. Uh, I don't know if th- those laughs are coming from the outside, but I still count those. So those are my laughs. Anything that happens during my time, I have earned. Um, cool, cool. So hey, what, uh, what does everybody want to be when they quit comedy? What do you want to do? You know? You want to go back to community college? or? Cool. Who's in debt? How much money do you make? Hell yeah. Give it up for jmaccomedy.com. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. One, oh, one more minute, okay, cool. I should just eat this microphone for the next, um, okay. Well, I think I've gotten a lot out of this set. It's interesting that like this makes us better regardless of, where's that $2? There we go. I love that I don't have to feel bad about eating shit on stage if I just put $2 into a jar. Like if I just put $2 and I'm like, look, I've just supported a nonprofit. I've just supported a nonprofit. Um, cool. You guys have been great. I really wish you success in your art and I hope everybody finds meaningful love. Uh, goodbye.
0: All right. Give it up for Jim McVeigh. Did I actually pronounce your name correctly? No,
6: it's
0: okay. <laughs> What's your name? It's
6: Jim McVeigh.
0: McVeigh? Yeah. But it's got so many letters. I
6: don't know, maybe you brought up the wrong comment. I
0: I really doubt it. There's like extra, all kinds of extra letters in there. They're all silent. Uh, (laughs) That was just me wiping (laughs) off the microphone. That was just me wiping off the microphone. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye. All right, that's right. <laughs> wow at least he left two dollars on the dresser huh jesus christ he could not have gotten out of here faster put his pants right on and just there go. all right everybody having a good time everybody having a good time comics that stay after and watch other comics, I really fucking appreciate that because it's nice when there's an audience, when you're up here, you know? Speaking of quitting comedy, I try to quit comedy right before I go on stage every fucking time. Ah. I do. And the reason I do it, the reason I do it is because if I bomb, right, then I'm like, you can't, you can't fire me, I already fucking quit, right? Yeah, and then if it goes well, I get off the stage, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start comedy again. That's right. <laughs> and when people ask me how long I've been doing this, I'm like, Pfft, for like 15 minutes. That's right. That's how good I am. That's how fucking good I am. All right. Uh, your next comic coming up uh, has a really pretty name that I'm probably going to butcher. So tell me your name. Tell me. here. Come here.
7: Come here.
5: Come here. L-Y. Yeah. New in? Yes. Oh, okay, great.
0: We. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We? Oh wait, maybe that's not you. Hold on, yes, go sit down. It.
2: Okay. <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a huge
4: head. Oh, sorry, it's an Indian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, you ready? Aditya! Is good? Yeah. Well Welcome Aditya!
2: So get this going.
8: Maybe I'm not gonna get this going. Hey, yeah, so my name is Aditya, everyone. Uh, I'll put this in real quick. Uh, So my family, uh, as my name suggests, comes from like a pretty like conflict-ridden region in the world, right? There's a pretty big clash of cultures. People are always arguing whether the border was drawn the right way and stuff. You know, like right on the edge of New Hampshire and Massachusetts? (laughs) Uh, But I am from the Boston area originally. Uh, If someone over here could just remind me to mention that every like minute or so, that would be be great. Um, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll remember Uh, I kind of like the stereotypical Boston story you know Uh, my family came over from Dublin back in the 1800s and I'm kidding obviously no no, they came over on the Mayflower actually Uh, I guess they thought it'd be good to have like a translator or two with all the Indians here I guess (laughs) I don't know I don't know I don't know what that was about no, I'm kidding. But there were some stereotypical parts about my upbringing in Boston, right? Like a lot of parents in the Boston area, my parents really wanted me to grow up to be like Matt Damon, right? I mean, man, was he good at math and Goodwill hunting. I mean, <laughs> my parents were really hoping. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm, I'm living out here now. And I notice like everyone's just trying to maximize their productivity these days, right? Like just you should be wasting no time. Even during your commute, you should just be conquering the world. I don't understand all the animosity towards Muni, right? Do you realize how much you can get done on a three-stop Muni ride? I mean, I finish a season of the wire, teach myself Mandarin, and then forget Mandarin before I get to work every morning. (laughs) Right? Like the other day between Powell and Montgomery, I saw a receding hairline and it's not that I saw a guy with the receding hairline I mean I literally saw that hairline take a step back right like if physically aging on your commute every morning isn't productivity then I don't really know what is right because you can just check that box off for the day right aging done But you can like if you look around on the train or bus, you can kind of always tell who reads those productivity self-help books, right? Because it'll always be like that absolute go-getter who's like taking his morning dump on the train, right? Like, and it's like that guy is not wasting any time, right? Uh, And and you're thinking to yourself like, what does this look like, man? Bart? Like, come on. Uh, And. And if you guys have never seen someone taking a dump on Muni, then you've never been on Muni before. I'm sorry. I personally feel like Garfield established this real misconception that Mondays are the worst day of the week, right? And I've got to respectfully disagree with our 20th president on this one. Like, Mondays aren't that bad, right? (laughs) Wednesdays, (laughs) thank you. Wednesdays are the hardest day of the week, right? Because it marks like that hump, you know, that you got to get over, like hump day. Can someone write that down? I I really like that, actually. Can uh, we should start saying that. No, but think about it, right? Every other day of the week you walk into the office and they hand you a script for talking to your coworkers, right? Like Monday, Tuesday, "Oh, how was your weekend?" Thursday, Friday, "Oh, any plans this weekend?" And then you just nod along without listening, right? And then when it's your turn to uh, and then when it's your turn to respond, you just say, "Oh yeah, I've heard the snow quality in Tahoe's been terrible this year." And 75% of the time that's going to be the correct response. And the other 25% of the time you just say oh, yeah, I've been meaning to check out Barry's boot camp, too <laughs> no. But then Wednesday arrives and it's like a freaking improv class being taught on like a tightrope, right? Everyone just panics and people start resorting to talking about like the current events of the day and stuff, right? Like the fact that it's Wednesday Wow, can't believe it's Wednesday already. I mean, I can't believe they're making a Toy Story 4. I can't believe Elvis was naturally blonde. And I certainly can't believe it's not butter. But the fact that it's Wednesday is not the craziest thing I've heard this week. I've got to say. all right, where was I going? Sorry, I got distracted by the time. I also, also, my lips, oh, oh, he's gone, but my lips also touch this, by the way. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, but I'm being harsh to my coworkers, right? On Wednesday, your coworkers will also really open up to you about their deepest feelings and emotions, right? Wow, it really feels like a Friday to me. <laughs> and now that it feels like a Friday, you can get back on script, right? So, any plans this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like everyone's into dating apps these days, right? And my thing is I don't feel that strongly about any of them, right? I mean, I like Twitter as a friend, but I don't know if I'm ready to throw any labels on that relationship, right? Like if I'm gonna date an app, I wanna be sure, you know. <laughs> now I did get on a couple dating apps recently, and my friends were giving me all this advice like, oh, am I over? Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. sorry. Okay, uh, uh, sorry, okay. Uh, my, bad. Uh, my friends were giving me all this advice about, like, you should uh, make sure your photos don't have other people in them so it's not confusing, right? So, you know the mystery box from Mario Kart where you could hit it and get an item? I replaced all my photos with images of that, right? Because I feel like that's a lot more enticing, right? Like, now it could be anything, right? And I imagine, like, the girl's thinking, oh, please be a blue shell, please be a blue shell. All right, that's all I got. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>
0: man thanks for leaving the phone oh no you took the phone okay all right that was good that was good uh the Garfield joke president I like that you gotta hit the Garfield joke though man you gotta be like and no disrespect to that president just like hit it man just fucking hit it I liked it that was very good that was very good uh I'm married anybody married in here no no Uh, really cute story how we met Um, we were both out for a run and uh, he's Mexican so like at first I thought he was chasing me but yeah no it uh no it worked out great still got my wallet it's all good and um, all right so you guys ready for your next comedian I really wish if somebody could fix this they they could they that would just be great okay your next comedian give it up for Mr. Casey Fields
9: having a I don't know I'm having a bad day it seems like a supportive room do you mind if I just workshop some shit and just kind of be straight up and kind of honest with you guys all right so my parents are uh, both on the internet and uh, they're over 50 so they really suck at communicating on the internet um, like uh, well I actually take that back I, I I like my mom I like my mom's emails so um, It's just one of those things where you have to like decipher what they're trying to say every time you get like an email or a text or something from them. Like like I think my mom is smoking weed right now (laughs) because ever since california legalized marijuana she's been sending me youtube videos of cats at like two in the morning and i was like i think i think this is this is not this is not mom usually um my uh the reason why i'm having a bad day is because i actually got a, this is true i actually got an email from my dad and uh he sends these ominous emails um and which like it, it was just one line he just said um fatherhood is uh, like being a general to an army uh, you never volunteered for. And he sent it to me, his son. And I was just like, what what the fuck am I supposed to (laughs) what am I supposed to what is that that supposed to fucking mean, dad? Right? And I was just like I'm pretty sure fatherhood is the opposite. So like you know, they got, you know, he found a woman, he got married, he had children, he divorced her, ran away with a woman named Lisa, <laughs> went on a motorcycle trip to Mexico, and didn't see me for eight years. I'm just like, no. I. If you're a general to an army, the only thing you're leading us to is depression and self-hatred. That's where this fucking army is going. But, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's just like, do I respond to this shit, or do I just uh, let it go? I think I'll just let it go. Like, you know, he's over 50. Like, he's not going to change. Wow, that just went dark. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'll go back to material. All right, so I was driving my car the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Through the suburbs, and uh, this is true. I I actually saw one of those signs that said, uh, "Drive like your kids live here." So I rolled down the window and I went, "I'm going out for cigarettes because I'm never going back." (laughs) Uh, I actually had some extended family visit uh, from out of town. Um, They wanted to uh, go to Fisherman's Wharf and do that type of stuff. You know, buy a few knickknacks and cable car keychains, eat clam chatter out of a bread bowl and i was trying to talk him out of it i was like dude you know you can have like a really cool you know authentic you know san francisco experience you know i can take you to a badass taqueria we can go see some redwoods And they're like no we, we, we'd rather do none of that <laughs> and i was like okay all right so be it what do i know i only live here uh, <laughs> but uh uh, yeah, one of the things that they uh, dragged me along to was a tour of uh, Alcatraz, which uh, is rough. Uh, I, I, think, I think we should make an actual tourist trap. Like, you know, every, anytime like a family gets on to like the ferry to Alcatraz, we should just ship them off to Alaska instead. Just to keep them there, <laughs> clear up traffic. Um, I, yeah, I, I just have a problem with Alcatraz as a theme park you know what i mean it's it's like it's a former federal prison and you're trying to make it into disneyland they have a picnic area and slides it's it's kind of amazing you know uh yeah every major tourist attraction in san francisco is horrific like the golden gate bridge it's the bay area's most popular diving board (laughs) <laughs> like, how am I supposed to enjoy this with anti-suicide posters all over the wall? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. I gotta calm down. Um, I'm actually trying to lose some weight. Uh, I, uh, I weighed myself a couple weeks ago. I said I weighed 190 pounds, which is 20 pounds over where I really should be. And uh, it's pathetic. Not, not that I'm overweight, just the whole, you know, why me attitude I always have whenever I get on the scale. It's just like, what did I do to deserve this? All I did was never exercise and eat McDonald's every other day. McDonald's. You guys ever go to McDonald's and like so often that the people that are working there actually start to recognize you? <laughs> It's amazing, you you pull up to the drive-thru. This happened, I pulled up to the drive-thru and the guy was just like, oh, hey man, how's it going? (laughs) And I was like, not good. (laughs) Your friendship is uh, my wake-up call. This isn't gonna work out. It's the only one place I don't wanna be recognized. All right, that's my time, thanks so much. (laughs)
0: gentlemen, give it up for Casey Fields. That was, that was good. You know what? I love your energy. You have really good fucking energy up here. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. And, um, you know, when they recognize you at McDonald's and you're like, Hey dad, you know, it's not, it's not, I don't know. It was a stupid tagline. I'm so sorry. I fucking hate it when comedians do that to each other too. That sucked. Wow. I can't believe I did something like that. All right. You guys ready for your next comedian? Woo. All right, give it up for Jeremiah. Right? (laughs) Fuck that guy. I fucking hate Jeremiah. You know. You know what? I uh, I got to tell you, I really think they should make Alcatraz a little bit more. You know, they have that thing where you can go in and like spend the night in a cell. Did you guys know about that? Yeah, you can go in and like, or I don't know if you can spend the night there, but it's like you go in, they'll lock you in a cell. They're supposed to get, they're giving you like an idea of what it's like, you know? Right? I just think they went too far when they have the guy come in and rape you in the middle of the night. All right. Let me find out who the next person is. Hold on a second. Jeremiah messed up everything had to memorize a name for nothing alright you ready for the next comedian <laughs> give it up for Max McCannon. The witch, the witch is
10: uh, does anybody have change for a five I don't want to pay five dollars twice in a row uh, no, well, yeah, I could take care of it later I, um uh, uh, that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of business later. I, uh, I watched that movie, The Secret, recently. Have any of you guys seen that? And so basically, they tell you, like, oh, if you just visualize yourself doing something enough, eventually it'll become a reality. But if that were true, you would have had sex with a lot of porn stars, and I would have had sex. That's <laughs> uh, worth a shot um all right i don't believe in horoscopes uh recently i was talking to a lady and she said i'm a virgo so i'm serious and intense and i said well i'm a taurus so i was discontinued by the ford motor company in 2006 (laughs) i just couldn't compete with those mid-sized japanese sedans but nobody can so that's all right i uh i'm a big fan of math uh, I'm enough fan of them. Yeah, thank you. We got some big fans. All right, this, this is, that's when you know it's going to be a good crowd when you got somebody who's like, "Woo, math!" This is going to be crazier than a rock concert. Yeah, Pi Day. Yeah, we had Pi Day. That's a big day for us. Um, but I don't know, maybe you can relate to this. I, uh, I'm enough of a math enthusiast that I insist on referring to the Matrix movie trilogy as the Matrices. Like, uh, like I tell people, like I, I didn't see the second Matrix. I only saw the first and third Matrices. And when I saw them, I tried to compu- compute their eigenvectors <laughs> I don't know, that 's a, that's a dumb i 'll never tell that joke again i promise uh let 's see i uh I like libraries i 'm a big fan of public libraries everything's free it 's great i uh the, the one that I go to is Berkeley Public Library and uh, people are crazy there like it just feels like one flew over the cuckoo 's nest became real. And you can check that book out there, and if you read it before you leave, you just feel like you're in the book. It's like, it's like, Juma- it's like a Jumanji moment. I, uh, one time when I was there, I decided to check out The Art of the Deal, which is Donald Trump's autobiography written by Tony Schwartz, because I'm open-minded, all right, San Francisco? Uh, but then I, like, I had to take it to the front desk and like the lady, like, to check it out, and the lady just looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, like all right, it's a little bit weird, but like, why am I the crazy one? The guy behind me is yelling at a bookshelf. He thinks Dewey Decimal is a person that defeated Truman in 1948. And before that, he was in the nonfiction section telling all the books to keep it real. And like, I'm not like a Trump guy, I just like to read. Uh, And plus now I'm like really good at making deals. (laughs) Like, like Like, I returned the book three days late and the lady was like, that'll be 75 cents in late fees. And I was like, that's what you think. I'm. A, I got 75 cents in late fees, and I'm. I'm going to make Mexico pay for it. You better convert it to pesos. I, don't know. Um, I work uh, in downtown. I work for that company, Fitbit, but I don't wear a Fitbit, so that's like pretty awkward, you know. Like I feel like every time I show up to the office, it's like I've committed a faux pas. Working at Fitbit and not wearing a Fitbit's like showing up uninvited to an AA meeting with a keg of beer. Everybody stares at you disapprovingly. And you're the only one there who isn't tracking how many steps you've taken. That's a, an AA 12 step joke. Anybody here in AA? All right, way to stay anonymous. <laughs> you walked straight into that one. Which is impressive, because alcoholics don't always walk straight. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, went to Lake Tahoe recently. I, uh, I forgot to bring sunscreen though, so I had to buy some. I went to a gift shop, I found some, I picked it up, I looked at the label and it said that it had the scent of sunshine. <laughs> And I was like, what does sunshine smell like? I've never, I've never gone outside on like a hot day and be like, yeah, that's the good stuff, you know? Or like, it's daylight saving, so it's gonna smell good for longer. <laughs> or, or like, it's, it's an eclipse, don't sniff directly at the sun. It'll burn your nostrils. And, and like, isn't it crazy they made the sunscreen smell like the thing that it's supposed to protect you from? <laughs> oh my God. That'd be like if they made Raid that smells like bugs or baby-scented condoms. <laughs> I still have time. Damn, all right. Well, what should I talk about? All uh, in there, if that's good. Cool. Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> Max McCannon. McCannon, Moncannon. Just say it.
10: Uh,
0: you know, I forget it. <laughs> forget it. I was, uh, you know, I made a, I made a best friend the other day. I was on I was on an airplane and this woman was sitting next to me and she was really scared. She was like, Oh my God, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die. And I was like, dude, listen, if we do crash, who do you want to eat first? Right? And it was so funny cause she goes, the screaming baby. And I said, oh my God, I was gonna say the screaming baby. Oh my God. And then we talked about like how we cook it and stuff, you know, cause like you totally have to cook that baby smell off. You know what I mean? Like that would really fuck with your head. All right, everybody ready for my next comedian? My next comedian, as if I, I just, you're my children or something. Um, give it up for Mr. Marcus Dittmeier.
11: all right a lot of moving parts here i'm oh my god i'm fine i'm up here um yeah. i'm so nervous you guys yeah. i am I'm, I'm nervous all right uh, i want to explain to you guys moving parts uh, i want to explain to you guys my like this idea i have is sort of like a get off uh thing i say as like at the end of my act every time uh i've i've said it i've tried it a couple times but it's just weird um And this probably won't be less weird if I explain it, but it's like, but if I say it at the beginning, then I go back and say it at the end and it's like, woo, I made a, see what I did? I made a circle. Anyway, um, the thing I say is, uh, help. I'm stuck inside my body and I'm, it's not working, you know, thanks. And, um, and it's like a reference to, uh, remember the total recall movie where, uh, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger is, uh, pretending to like, dressed up in this old fat woman suit. And then he comes out and it's not really you know because they ask him you know how long are you going to be staying in mars marsia or whatever the country was or the planet and he's like uh, she's like two two weeks you know it's a lady but then you know, so, we'd be being, being, bringing any fruits and vegetables and Uh, She's like, two weeks, two weeks, you know, and then the guy's looking at her like, what the hell? And then two weeks and they're like, the suit starts coming apart, you know, like, so anyway, that's just, that's the visual I'm going for when I get off, you know, that's what's going on. I don't know. That's, you know, like I said, um, God, you really like feel it when you're up here, you know, it's, this is real (laughs) anyway. All right. Moving parts. I got to donate money here. I'm going to. That's awesome. This is like a this piece of paper was a fucking great idea. Like this is a lucrative piece of paper. This this one. I mean this this piece of paper. Anyway, um, holy shit, you guys. A lot of you you guys are all staring at me. What the fuck? Why is everybody staring at me? Jesus Christ, what is it? All right that's uh something that a friend of mine dared me to do once when i was uh, we were in a, like a fenton's have you guys been to fenton's on the east bay it's so we got you know yeah. Yeah, yeah fenton's just like in the middle was, like, why don't you just stand up and yell start yelling like why the fuck is everybody staring at me what the hell is going on and then like you know walk out and uh I like, you know, I like, I had a friend who always dared me to do kind of funny shit. He was, I remember sending him an email. I had just like quit a job and he was like, uh, okay, the next thing you have to do is go and streak Safeway. Don't think about it. Just go, just streak Safeway." And that like, and I was all high and like, just get like, that would be so funny. Uh, like, um, anyway, um, another friend, uh, had like online dating dares that he, he, what he had for me. He's like, I dare you to show up to your, like, make a date on, on OkCupid, but then before you, uh, before you get there, go to like a 99 cent store and buy like, you know, uh, women's used women's pantyhose and put them on over your jeans and show up like that and see how that, see how that goes. And then the other thing he dared me to do was, uh, just, you know, go to a date and start talking to her for 20 minutes and then just like, you know, lean over the table and say like, you know, this, we could keep getting to know each other or I could just, you know, or you could just come up to my place and I'll just eat your pussy for a half an hour or whatever. And, uh, I <laughs> So like, you know, he was just, he just thought that, uh, he just thought, you know, you gotta, you gotta try some shit. You gotta test yourself, try these things out. And I think that if we'd gotten to know each other long enough, if my friends, you know, if I were around that friend who dared me to do things often enough, he probably would have said, you know, Hey, uh, you know, you know, those two, uh, two female comedians you met at the, you know, comedy thing, you should invite them to invite them to your hotel room and then ask them to, as you can masturbate in front of them, you know, and then if they say you know and then if they say yes just go ahead and start doing it and uh i you know cuz i and i would and i would have i could see myself being like oh that would be funny like i would you know i would have done that and like I would, I know, just on a, on a dare so that's why i can't be mad uh about like I, the stuff Louis did i don't think i think i would have done that on a dare um and uh so like all the stuff in his, uh, so especially like, cause all the, all the things in that, in his art, his, you know, his article, the, the bad things he did, like m- most of them are like, uh, it's mostly a fetish thing. You know, like he didn't, uh, like he basically asked people he worked with to, to go fuck, except his thing was, you know, he wanted to ask them to watch him jack off. And that's like, so it's like a fetish. It's not like he did something wrong. Cause if the story had been like, Hey, do you want to fuck like that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been in the story, but it was like a weird fetish and jacking off. So it's like weird because he made he made jacking jacking off the thing we do to avoid doing perverted things. Right. Like we, we go jack off to, you know, to get it out of our system. But now it's like uh, anyway, it's kind of a bad thing. I don't have time to tie this together, guys. I feel like there's a lot there's again there's a lot of moving parts anyway and then but then the big thing that happened with the two comedians it's like most crimes if there's two two victims it's worse like murder double murder way worse but in this case two victims better because, like, imagine if there had been 12. Like, if you'd invited 12, you know, 12 people in the room and be like, all right, can I, can I jack off in front of you? And they're like, oh, you know, ah, and they laugh. And then he, before they get a chance to you know, jack off in front of 12 people, then they all, they're laughing and then they all leave. Like, would that be, that would be, that would be, uh, would they all be like, holy shit, we were all just, I don't know. Thought, that's a thought experiment. I'll just leave you with, with that thought experiment. Um, I'm stuck in this body uh, and uh, it's not working out very well. All right. Hey, this has been really cool. Thanks for being a new radio.
0: You're not stuck in this body with me. I'm stuck in this body with you. I don't know. That was a, sorry. That was a, all right. You guys ready for your next comedian? So great news. Uh, I can't do a lot of jokes in between because I don't want to run out of time. Everybody needs to get on. So we're just going to do this really fast. Hey, everybody's having a really good time. Yay. All right. That's really great. Okay. Now let's bring up your next comedian. He's really funny. I know he is. Wait, what was on the back? Okay. Everybody come on. put your hands together for this really great comedian. His name is Anthony Medea.
7: Hey, y'all, keep it going, y'all. Get some love, y'all. Get some love. That's what I was talking about. God damn right. Yeah. I like how people kind of go like halfway, like, eh, we've done this all night. All right. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I just uh, had surgery, y'all. Uh, so it's a great way to improve your sex life is by taking care of your hernias, y'all. All right. Because <laughs> uh, the thing that sucked about my hernias is that my, uh, my intestine was in my scrotum, y'all. So imagine trying having a nut while there's a intestine in your scrotum, y'all. All right, that's a little bit tough. Only thing is that was like pretty sad about it is that after it would happen, I would hear Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in my head going, "It's not a tumor." <laughs> because you ever know what like a fucking hernia happens that shit pops out it's uh, like that uh, you remember the little kindergarten cop it's like oh, yeah baby yeah I, I wonder how many of those kids were fucking oh it's such if anything now I look back at like movies like that and I'm so sad for those kids All right? <laughs> you know or like I remember being a kid too and you ever hear like uh, Michael Jackson's never ever never ranch ranch and shit and I remember like seeing the shit I'd be like man why is he always bringing white kids there and I'm like hey, you know what it's probably a good thing I didn't write an essay to him <laughs> Cause I was be like, God damn! Hey, what? Well, that's a pretty big giraffe you got there, Michael. Uh, but if anything, though, uh. I was like super into wrestling as a kid. Uh, and then uh, I became an adult and I wanted to have sex. Uh, so I stopped watching that shit, y'all. Uh, all right. But if anything, though, like, I feel like uh, politicians should be looked at at like, uh, like wrestlers. That way it's a lot easier and shit. Because imagine if, like, fucking uh, Trump just came in and say this is Trump mania and shit like that. And he'd be like, uh, he looked all coked out and we're still having the same thoughts about him right now. Uh, so just let you know, like, and then, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton, she could have been uh, uh, Sherry. Yeah, I remember Sherry and stuff she just had like a lot of like hair and shit and just would you wouldn't actually like listen to her because uh, it's the United States of America and we don't do that shit here but if anything though um what's it called uh I recently moved into a new spot y'all only thing is I had to convert the dining room into my room which means not only that I had to pay for a wall I had to build it as well (laughs) that shit fucking sucked y'all and I was like working with my hands thinking I'm all good like oh yeah I'm learning a lot like good shit cuz like it's one thing to go to college but it's another thing to actually work with your hands cuz if you're fucking like if you start to get carpal tunnel you ain't doing jack shit with your hands except uh, swiping left and right which is pretty sad y'all uh, <laughs> like if it hurts to pick up a book uh, you should really put down the phone y'all all right cuz if anything though um, how, like how do you do, uh, kill a zombie You uh you don't let them recharge the rifles
12: from where are seismatically unsafe but it's not enough on our plate We're love men hate What hip-hop are so Uta Nuba, Our dog food a bunch of raw dudes will scarf it up and bark that stuff in the rap but we rap The to lower hate the black gate and fuck with real cats like Way and Mike 1 that never hate and keep us in the mix like DJ Trouble Man we in the police wrestling with the beast the government and wanting to attack that shit till everyone's paranoid I never thought Anyone would be scared of my voice. I do try to unwind without losing control. Because I never put my social life ahead of my goals. I'm jumping out of the same boat. Cause people don't listen no more, they just self promote. So I'm swimming to safety and that solidarity lately. I used to put hella records out before. But now I got my own. It's good to be home, you know?
2: Coming home, boy.
12: I support a protest and that's the reason I'm there I used to go to catch a BZ that square I like what I like Opinions don't bother me I peck at these women like a pigeon on policies. I want a woman to get with me for the way I lead my life. And not because my game is tight or I rock the newest nights. My Mac jeans are crooks of castles. I ain't trying to dress up like the rest of these assholes. I'm in a t-shirt, work boots around for the rims. All my dough was studio time when I count my ends. I got to hustle still. All my clientele is No, Don't worry. I never sold them pills like Dr. Conrad Murray. This boy shift is for the kids. Just like the wolf, we ain't with the bullshit, we just do what we do. Loving these adventures, but it's good to be home. Cause I left my mark in all the places we roam. You know?
13: gentlemen as your fellow man i can let you know that the days will get better man you ask why i tell you you felt to let the day slide but i still get hot so I that jack but first step back and give me breathing room so i assume that i don't know about my business facing problems out for facing the joint one-on-one conversation it surely was happening and I can dig what I'm doing just rapping and pursuing up words and up certain things will just be ignored I can't complain so I hang a little tougher you new know, kids that I dig, get rid of the bad thoughts and make everything split and then I walk in the hot beach sand and okay got another jay that I joy the summer's
12: Me down, so my free sound takes me where I'm bound to be Ahead of my time, but to many I'm a worthless fool Cutting school, an empty head ain't getting dime bags Making music for the viewers, not the newest blow Get my views to shows Confrontin' by clues or jokes, con Stick they want cop When I'm on, stage I yawn, but stay conscious See, I'm bonded by thoughts and relief from response Cause many think the same, and I'm glad I'm not the lots Who got no time to write one night rhymes? At times I multiply it by not I find my way to stay satisfied. That's why my am and we ain't saying hi.
13: From the gentle side that don't normally shout, I shape soft. As they blossom and grow into goals that I set, plan to get, and when I reach them, I build onto the next. Strive for whatever, cause I'm led by the breeze, aiming for lots of goals, anything's possible, so don't feel sorry. Men can make kids, don't play hourly, but life seems fixed. Dashing off the stage in 92, while others with the A's don't seem to have a clue. While my happiest years went unnoticed. My dreams to see moms get hurt just deservings with plenty of good nights, living the good life and getting a good wife. Why Earth's in a peaceful rotation? All your problems don't seem half as bad.
12: this is divine life theory you can be deaf but you still gonna hear me driving getting high and i'm so damn I can see your soul through the diamonds in your necklace, parlay, I like the gamble homie all day, and I kinda hate my bookie cause he never likes my ways, I backlash at small cash, and I'd rather be the turtle than the hare cause I'm still fast, hands on you like dominoes, and I stay away from hoes that like to be Pinocchios, I'm very lonely, but I'm not lonely, Philadelphia, Andrew Tony. I'm not looking for cats to fight my battles I just ride by myself and let my trunk rattle You need brothers like me to give rap a pulse I put hard in it, play my heart in it You go to work, I just boom for it Stress don't go away, you just make room for it Remember where you came from and who was what you do it all Mean mug while I'm chewing on my straw I went from hanging by two jacks like Dave Spies Now my music spreading like a grass fire Without rapping I make ears, I'm not the kid
0: That's right, then all the shows are listed alphabetically, so you can just scroll down and you'll find Common Thread Collective. You can also get the Common Thread Collective and Women's Magazine for free on iTunes. Unfortunately, the only weird part is because there's so many comedy shows at this station, we're actually under the free comedy section.
14: Records, round, played, mixed, all for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scott amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic.
15: and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. You'll laugh off your save your life, because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash conk, baby. Mm-hmm.
14: <laughs> How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at FM Monday nights at 10 o'clock it's time for free phone sex 415-550-0511 yes call in for free phone sex you will be recorded it is a podcast but will that phone sex be free absolutely 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Sima Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week, different everyday people talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's Spiritual Psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate, it'll heal you. Then... At noon, stick around. Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view, talking about all things from his perspective. Then, on Thursdays from 8 to 10, it's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem exciting new shows here at mutiny radio also the ic podcast that's the imprint city podcast coming soon mutinyradio.fm new shows you can have one too contact director at mutinyradio.fm to find out more details and check us out at mutinyradio.fm
12: We're
16: Wow, that's crazy! I can't hear myself, but boy, is it fucking me up! Yeah, oh. don't touch those buttons, you douche! We'll fly solo! <laughs> wow, great to see you too, uh, there, uh, <laughs>
17: Chief. Try plugging into another sandwich, uh, Jesus! Try
16: plugging into another hole.
17: I tried that. It's it's gonna be yeah, uh, you did. Get a your a break thumb out, out of there! I'm
16: gonna get be a break time <laughs> thing. You like that stink finger, don't you? Oh. Yes, yeah, sick son of a. Oh. Oh. What's up, Steve? Hey, George! Oh, How dude, you? these headphones got a mic built in. What? What?
17: Wow, I don't remember those pimp ones. Whoa! If you were here at the show like all these groupies are, you'd be seeing these fantastic microphones we're talking about have a microphone built into or headphones, excuse me, with a microphone these built into.
16: These are in. uh, I think these are gamer headphones. So you can talk shit to the guy you're playing oh, in Germany at the same time. You know, I've they got They probably a kid had we like flashy have. lights on the sides here where somebody busted them off. Yeah, something.
17: Something. They
16: look big and comfy.
17: I I think they were actually Luke Skywalker's in uh, the forthcoming. uh, I wonder if you could
16: use these as an airline pilot if they would work the same. Why not? Come out of the cockpit all wearing your green, uh, (laughs) your bright green fucking headset with a mic popping off the thing. It's Captain George. (laughs) Hey, Captain George, where are you taking us today? I'm in the middle of the game.
17: Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) I keep crashing the plane in this game. It sucks. I'm so angry right now. Distraught. Hey, how was your three-day weekend, George?
16: My three-day weekend was kind of rough, man. It was long. Ooh. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. What mic are you on? You on? You're on four or three? I don't know, dude. I, I don't have headphones on. So Hat. You're on three. Oh, was I not talking the whole time? No, I had them all on because I didn't know oh. where you were, so I just to cover the bases because somebody has to be the smart one here. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
16: and it ain't you if you're the problem. And you inherited that. Well, that's even more troubling. Yeah, um, yeah for me to be the smart one, there's got to be some really dumb people
17: in the room. Wow. <laughs> well, this just left me and the groupies. So that might have saying. been the smartest
16: thing I ever said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only
17: smart thing you ever
16: see.
17: Uh, right? Uh, I had an interesting little two-wheel adventure uh, today. Uh, I actually did my little bicycle ride in Golden Gate Park this weekend, and then I was talked into Skaggs Point. is a place that used to be a motocross riding place back in the 70s and 80s, and they closed it off uh, at some point in the 80s. Were there a lot of people there? Uh, no, not really.
16: Well, They're... then I'd not tell people where it is, because then it's just going to get overrun. So, dummy up.
17: It's hard to find the place.
16: Yeah, well... So... Hard for you doesn't mean it's hard for everybody. Well. Let it go.
17: I'll share it with our FTW listeners because they might both be listening on, oh, this, fine okay. day, hey. on this fine president's hey, day. Hey. Fine president. Hey, it was your secret spot, so fuck off. Well, anyway, we'll call it um, Skags. Ugh. We won't say anything about the point part. That'll throw everybody off. But and riding, it was like riding dirt bikes, dude. The downhills were like fucking very smooth and flowing, lots of good jumps, and nice. it was all over the place. I was my hardtail my, uh... uh they got a lift? what were we calling Ed Ed Edwin? We'll call it? no uh Irvin. That's what we'll call nephew Irv, Irvin. You've met Irvin before, of course. Mm. My dirt bike stored in Concord. Anyway, uh Irvin uh took me he had his uh full suspension mountain bike and uh, had a Ooh. great time out there on that. That that's a lot of fun. I rode that for like
16: Dude, one Dude, when minute. those things are set up right and they're Dude, I mean, they got a little more weight because of all that extra suspension, but they're fucking... Dude, it's 28 pounds. I'm like, what's my
17: bike weight? He goes, yeah, probably 20 pounds. You know, they've come a long way since your bike was new. It's like, (laughs) yeah, that's true. My bike's, like, old enough to drink. I think it's 24. Yeah, if
16: all you're doing is downhill, because I remember... But maybe that changed. Um, like when you were riding riding with shocks on your bike up the street, it kind of had that bounce and it absorbed some of your power. so you Oh, totally. You yep. really had to chug along, man.
17: Yes. It, it, it's just not even worth it gotta... sometimes in that situation. Uphills, you're fucked. So... But uh, the downhill bikes are made for downhill and it fucking boogie. And I guess what was in a en- downhill bike when this was made 10 years ago are now Enduros where they've got like six inches of travel, and true downhill bikes are like 10 inches of travel front and back. It's just insane how much you know, shit's advanced. But he's telling me about the the shocks. He's like, hey, do you have an air pump? I'm like, uh, no, I don't. And he goes, oh, let me see if mine's working. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I hope you'd fix your shit before you get there. But you have to run like 300
16: pounds of pressure
17: because his suspension's all air. Oh no shit 300 psi Fucking, that's, that's a com- lot of fun to fine-tune huh but that
16: compression factor is going to really make a big difference for you so you're not really dampening it you're just running off the, off the bounce from the uh
17: yeah pretty much air in a chamber and whatever wow. it might move through into another chamber i i really don't know but it's adjustable and i i was only on it for five minutes you know and i only got to enjoy like one downhill for a minute so
16: but felt really good. cool. Shit, it was really cool. Do you shit. weigh the same as the guy, or you different weight weight classification. No,
17: we're both about 180 pounds. So,
16: so basically, this, this suspension was kind of set up for somebody your size. So, yes, so you got optimum. Somebody at 220 get on that thing and it would just feel spongy. Oh, yeah, maybe be they got to run soft. 400 maybe pounds. Bottoming out. Can you imagine the seals they got on that thing? That kind of oh, pressure, man. Fucking
17: crazy, what happens? When You're running seal 300 codes? pounds
16: standing still, and then when you jump on it and you compress it, damn, skawoosh. Wonder if we can make fucking hash oil. <laughs> we'll squeeze it right well, out of we there. could
17: probably make hash oil down there but it'd be kind of hard to get to it's I wonder it's, how hot it gets there's been there. people that have died down there that they've gotten back there and you know got lo- dude got lost a couple of years ago they didn't find his body for two years it, was, it took a while to find him he was hiding good spot uh his he wanted hide and go seek but i guess he did enough all the other kids gave up a long time him. ago oh yeah yeah they they went off to college got married and had kids and he uh he won so that's an awful he, thing to say. Um, Somebody set for winning.
16: Well. Yeah, that's a drag, dude. Yeah, crazy but shit. Maybe, it's yeah, a beautiful place, though. You never place, know, though, though, man. You know, I mean, people and get disoriented quick. Dude, we're soft. Compared to our forefathers. Oh,
17: Yeah, every generation is softer.
16: People walk around, we don't have insulation in my house. Yeah, really? <laughs> that's just awful. Do you, you have st- windows? You, you still sissy? got two walls. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you I know? moved to a house in Colorado,
17: and I got, took out single-pane windows, put in double-pane windows, and the carpenter helping me goes do you have any plans for the windows i'm like no dude i don't you, get, you know somebody wants them and beats hauling in the dump and he goes yeah actually a neighbor takes him out to san luis valley i think He's, there's people living without windows out there they just put blankets over the windows it's like oh fuck i didn't think in modern
16: day and age what are they living in fucking straw huts holy shit dude you know? my buddy grew up in aptos right down by santa Insane. cruz south of santa cruz oh yeah and i went down to the house that his mom grew up in and his grandfather was an operator back in the day old Italian guy Uh I guess the part of the test was you had to you had to walk railroad tracks without touching them with a with a bulldozer or with a backhoe
17: really so you had to straddle and with the rails and
16: not with tires with fucking the fucking uh tracks Oh really? Said so like pick themselves up and straddle the thing and drop themselves down and then swing this around. It was it was quite a maneuver. Oh, you know I've I've worked with backhoes. I don't drive them,
17: but I've worked with you know telling a guy where to dig, and uh, a good backhoe operator is worth their their weight. You know. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. a yeah. good to pick a, themselves up a good over a ditch like that. Oh hell yeah! I've worked with some really good ones. Really? Hell yeah. Huh?
16: Yeah. Wonder what that's like.
17: They'll still, like, swing a bucket right behind your head and fuck with you ah, now, but it mean, That was so funny. I could have killed you. I've always
16: worked with good operators. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just talking shit because I was hoping maybe the last operator I worked with was listening. Rich, hey, if he wants to call in, that, that number, Richard, is 415-550-0511.
17: <laughs> Ask for George or uh, Steve or Jorge or Esteban.
16: Yeah, I didn't realize he was completely off the job until he was already gone for, like, a day. It was like, because he wasn't there every day, you know? So, ah. There were certain days we can't dig. It's just last month, man. Oh no shit! And all of a sudden, his, his his backhoe was gone, and I was like, "What's up?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, he's he's done. We got another we got another company. It's they're they they're here for, on site for another company, and they're whipping through, and they got twelve people, and we got one guy." Oh really? So it was just it was just dollars and cents. It was a budget thing. It was easier. Yep. Nice guy. Away went. Uh, Rich was his name. Richard. Richard.
17: Yes. Richard, the backhoe operator. Old biker. Oh really? Right on.
16: Yeah good guy man so yes yeah, so that was part of it but the house down in Aptos I don't even think the walls were one by oh really I mean I was sitting inside the house and you could see through the fucking walls right you know was, <laughs> I was like damn you know it's like, <laughs> and the framing was like two by threes you know so it was all like just it was and it, from outside it didn't have any paint on it it had that old weathered wood look like an abandoned house yeah yeah like all like, the creepier to invite friends over and like have Halloween parties don't wear corduroys around here because you might set a fire know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that kind of yeah (laughs) yeah it was crazy dude damn my cords are at the cleaners (sighs) so you can just imagine growing up down down the santa cruz mountains in winter you get snow down there sometimes, man. Dude,
17: there was snow uh, up and on you Skyline. you wake up in that
16: shit, and, and the outhouse is fucking thirty feet away from the house. And you oh, get a you're holding it, there, You're holding it or dumping it in a bucket. Fuck you know? it. I was at Woodside this morning. Yeah, We're the think same you got underwear. <laughs> are the 50. same underwear for six months because fucking. <laughs>
17: oh, you get to change your underwear. You change you turn, underwear with him. You, you turn inside him inside out after three. <laughs>
16: <laughs> uh, special actually, moments with George. Actually, I was watching something on TV like. Um, the designer like designer jeans and that kind of thing you're not supposed to wash them like all the designers themselves they just put them in the freezer really put them in the freezer overnight and when they pull them out it's going to kill anything that's on there and a little baking soda will soak up any kind of odor really the other thing is vodka if you spray vodka and like uh i've heard that as well underarm uh sweat
17: stains that kind of thing Mm-hmm. It's supposed to make wash
16: you, that's why you always have that vodka spritzer with you <laughs> I thought it was cool. Some people like wine spritzers. <laughs> no, no, I,
17: I know. like vodka spritzers. You're a little like, on
16: the orange I'm eating, you know. You're like Eloise. <laughs> Who
17: the fuck is Eloise? You stopped me there.
16: It was, uh, the, there was a syndicated... Uh, column in the oh, newspaper. helpful hints
17: from Heloise. Yes, or? oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah,
16: yeah. now you remember. Uh, <laughs> she was like the bargain version
17: of uh, what was it? Yes, yeah, uh, Ann and landers,
16: was it? Yeah, I think so.
17: Flanders, yeah, uh, whatever it was.
16: Damn, look at you going
17: back. Wow, reminiscing. Remember the Herb Cane articles?
16: Yeah, uh, Herb. So, my weekend, I actually got uh, I, I had that ranchero that I picked up that I bought a couple weeks ago the roo the roo and it didn't have registration i didn't have anywhere to put it uh, but i couldn't re- i couldn't let it get crushed and it was a cheap enough deal so i took it yep and then i had it at my buddy's place and i was trying to find somebody that might want to buy it i was trying to find a place to work on i was trying to find anything i seem to have more than enough parts i've got two engines and three transmissions currently and i'm getting another engine transmission three transmissions yeah there's two in the bed of the truck and one in the truck Oh, I didn't realize there's two. I remember seeing the engine and the tranny. I didn't the engine realize. and the tranny are hooked up and there's another transmission right next to it just sitting by itself. Another automatic. And the thing came with a with a three-speed
17: uh, really? manual. They're just dying to not Three transmissions
16: are all automatics. Like, what the hell, man? That's fucked up. And I'm looking at that engine. I'm thinking it might be bigger than a 289. For some reason, I feel like a 289 is smaller. Hmm. But they're all the same block, right? That's a five liter in that, I thought. A 302? I thought it was a Mustang motor. Two, Mustangs had two eighty nines? What are you talking about?
17: The first ones did, but everything after sixty eight had three oh yeah. twos. And I was thinking it was a five liter out of a well, basically
16: the ranchero is exactly, it's it's the it's the exact same everything as a Mustang. It's got the bottom plate, the so the foot the foot area and all that stuff, it's all the exact same as a Mustang. The only difference it's got a bed instead of a it's lighter actually in the ass end. Small. It's more apt to whip. that sounds squirrely. It's more apt to spin it spin out. yeah. <laughs> that's why most of them didn't come with v8s they had to it was a special order
17: it was probably a wise idea
16: <laughs> yeah so if you special ordered it they set it up they put the right suspension on it and all that but when they came with a six and you stuff an eight in it it's too much for the uh, it's too much weight for them so it uh you got to change out the springs you gotta i don't know if the a-arms are the same but you would think you might as well build up the a-arms too if you're gonna put that kind of weight on the thing seems like. And then you want to get some disc brakes because you're not going to be able to stop. Those... Just get a Mustang 2 front end on it. You're adding a bunch of weight on that thing, man. So
17: anyway, what'd you do with
16: this thing? So I remember I ended hauling up... it from Oakley to, to SF. and now... Yes. So it was in the yard down there. I, I thought I had out. somebody for it, and they said they couldn't do it. It was too much of a project for them as well. And I, you know, it's it's more of a i don't know it's more of a personal thing you know because it's like I, I hate to see a old it's a 65 man you just don't see them anymore you know and for that sure, to go to the yeah. crusher dude it's like come on man uh, that's you know not i know somebody
17: had one of these and it got wrecked i just thought of it this guy uh matt and uh he'd be perfect for this car he had one and it got wrecked on the freeway four thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say eight but if you want to go cheap whatever it's got you two
16: extra transmissions know. and an extra <laughs> engine what are you talking about <laughs> he's this
17: big manual guy too dude
16: there's like fucking eight grand in parts bro
17: I believe you <laughs> it's sheer madness is what it is so so the perfect bike hauler is just gonna get sold off to So I, I the got lowest bitter.
16: it's not the perfect bike hauler oh by any means it's got a low fucking low deck for sure but it's uh it's not long enough it's not well you can't put them in straight so you can only get one bike in there it's not made to handle that kind of weight really. Oh, that's true. Uh I guess even if you bolstered up the suspension it wouldn't be strong enough. And those right? things aren't made for long rides either. If you try to drive that thing to Tahoe, you yeah, you probably they <laughs> run hot to begin with, you know? So Oh, teams, really? Yeah.
17: I did not know that.
16: Yes, really. Somebody in the family had a, a Falcon. Uh it was a cool car. Yeah, I had that Ranchero that I spun out on 280.
17: Oh yeah, I heard that. But story. that was a
16: factory 289 with the four speed, man. The fucking it was a special order, it was built in Fremont. I had all the paperwork, man. It was cool.
17: Wow. Yeah. A Fremont built, and it had Giroux. the deluxe it had
16: the deluxe trim, which is very different. Order. Really? So it only had one line of trim and it went down the middle instead of how they split it at the front and it becomes two separate pieces of trim. Yeah. So there's a line down the middle of those two, and there was just one piece of trim fat about an inch wide and went all the way down and it cut right through the gas gas cap, so the gas cap had a little piece of trim on it and it locked in perfect like that, right? Really. So I didn't have the gas cap or the trim for it. I found them at the, uh, at <laughs> uh, Pleasanton out in the parking lot when they do the, uh, the good guys. Yeah, the good guys. But out in the parking lot, it turns into a everybody lays out a blanket and puts all their parts out and stuff. Yeah, the swap meet. Swap meet. There you go. So they, uh, I can't remember words tonight. It's gonna be a fun night for you. So it swapped me, and found, I found a guy that had the gas cap and the piece of trim, and he wanted 200 bucks for the gas cap, and he wanted 100 bucks <laughs> for the piece of trim, and this is back in 93, 94. Wow, what a dick. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll just keep that locking cap I got on there. It looks good. <laughs> 200 pills. Jeez. 300 with the trim. Three, oh, oh, oh the
17: trim a, was separate.
16: Yeah. Oh, what a... So I had, I had all the trim except for that gas cap with that trim, and it's like it would have turned it out, and I had American racing rims on it. Bitchin'. Dude, 9-inch rear end, that thing fucking, that thing flew, man. Oh, shit, I bet Ah, it did. dude, it was too much fun. The the American five-spokes? Yeah, and I used to put Cobra tires on it because they were a little harder. The thing would just crack loose everywhere, dude. It was fucking (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) I was that asshole. That guy. Yeah. So when I first got it, it came with an automatic, but it had the hole in the floorboard for the fucking... Yeah. Uh, well, the the med- <laughs> so I'm so I so I put a I put a little, a little arm on the on the shifter knob on the on the side of the transmission and I'd reach through the floorboard and grab that thing, like pop it, pop it into gear, right? And then I'd <laughs> you know, one's reverse, three is fucking drive. You had to reach through the floorboard to shift your car. Oh yeah. Wow, that's hardcore. I poured out beer through there a couple of times when the cops were on my ass too. <laughs> 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 I was just gonna say Gator McCluskey It was handy. And then I had and then the the little the little cover the, for the shifter with the hole in the top, I had that like separate, you know, it's like it's a screw on thing from the factory, you know? and so so I had that separate and I just slide that back over, you know? And, you know, there's my license and registration, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir.
17: No, sir. Everybody sounds intelligent in front of a cop. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes no, sir. It's not intelligent. Respectful.
16: Uh, I don't even know if it's respectful, afraid. Lord just yeah they got too much power man it, it is. is it's a power trip. they can easily ruin you they could they could take you for no reason and say 72 hours of fucking monitoring at the fucking hospital for fucking psych evaluation 5150 yeah did
17: this happen to you much George uh, something you want to talk about not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be covering a lot more of uh, George's uh, symptoms uh, later in the show. Uh, what I was going to bring up, though, was I think Gator McCluskey in one of the uh, famous White Lightning movies had a LTD. that had a shifter on the, the column, and then they bolted a four-speed shifter onto the car because it was supposed to be a big hot rod. So sometimes he shifted with the floor, and sometimes he put it in gear. Dude.
16: It, it, they totally. <laughs> Dude, that's like this Ranchero, man. So I grabbed the dipstick. I grabbed the dipstick to check the oil and somebody was underneath the thing looking through the bumper and they're like, Hey, did you just pull the dipstick out? And I said, Yeah. And they said, uh, yeah, it's not going into the oil pan, it's just fucking hanging out there, dude. It, it just it just <laughs> here I can tell I'd be like push- psych. I stuck it in, they pushed it back up to me from down there. I'm like, oh man
2: <laughs> <Is> that-
16: <laughs> What so the fuck? So does somebody make like starter
17: noises when you went to turn the
16: key? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> did you buy this car on mission street or Valencia back dude the it's <laughs> it's actually not the, the engine isn't even bolted in because it they had the exhaust manifold on there when they were sticking it in and it got hung up on the steering box oh no so it's not all the way in because the exhaust manifold is standing on the steering box holding the engine up oh fuck you need to get that thing out of there or somebody needs to get that thing out. yeah of
8: there.
17: talk to me at break about this dude that needs it though um so we don't no. out to, uh
16: i'm okay. keeping it now i'm gonna put a 460 in it it's gonna be that bad teach them. i'm gonna make it a rear a rear engine i'm gonna fucking put a 460 in the bed wow yeah and then i'm gonna pull wheelies down half moon bay Race strip man it's gonna be ridiculous I'm
2: gonna show
17: us how it's done
16: it's gonna be ridiculous ridiculous you heard it here
17: first on the ftw radio show that's not gonna happen Okay, it might not
16: happen. I got. I'm gonna have a wheelie. In
17: box. case it does, though,
16: you might hear it first. Yeah, did you ever? Did you ever see any pictures from the Happy Moon Bay race, Raceway? I've only heard of it. So the It's like trip, champion race. So there's there was a. There was a. There was a. It was like a Ford. One of those Econoline pickup vans. Okay. You know what I mean? Where you're sitting over the fucking yeah, over the, the first, steering wheels. The first vans that were totally your feet and, were in front of the wheels. And the dude did that with it. Right, <laughs> I think Dodge made the same style, you know, same yeah. body style. I think Chevy had something. And similar. he had wheelie bars, and he had big fucking wrinkle slicks on this thing, and he would get that fucking front end off the ground, and fucking ride that thing down the track. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like the
17: Dodge little red wagon or whatever. It's insane. They had a cab over pickup truck like that. By
16: the way, I re- oh, by the way, fucking, I had to call around a bunch of tow companies. One company wanted to charge me two hundred fifty bucks, bastards, to tow it eleven miles. Wow. Yeah, and I, I called them up. i like, I just want to price this, and they're like. I'm um, swearing. So and then, and then they got like on Google Maps or something and found the found it so somehow it was 11 miles from here from down there in Bayview out to the Sunset at 20th Avenue. Really? Yeah, somehow. I'm like 11 miles. I was like the city's only 7 by 7. Yeah. And it's it's not as the bird as the crow flies. It's as the route takes you.
17: Uh, well, I guess they got you there. Well, he's got to
16: go man. by the Embarcadero and say what's up to his buddies at the parking garage. And Apparently,
17: because <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing, Bayview to 16th <laughs> nah, I don't, Street. not I don't know, know what it, it was.
16: So I got a good number from uh, a company called um, Nelson's Towing Service. I'm just throwing a shout out because the young lady on the phone was so freaking cool. Hey. And they're like, they're on cue and they... Truck And the truck was on Y, right? So alphabetically, that's how far, how many blocks it was away Yeah. from their shop. And she actually, she took my number down and she called me back like an hour later. And I, did, I didn't recognize the number and I was washing my hands or something. So I didn't make an effort to jump on it. And then she called me back. She sent me a text with a picture of a green Ranchero, like a 72, right? Like a Gran Torino fucking bad yeah. boy, like fucking Starsky and Hutch, but with a bed on it. Uh-huh. Bad as fuck. An Earl car. And she, and she said I forget what the text was about. I was like, is you know, is this is the green one or the or the tan one? And I'm like, What the fuck? Right. <laughs> so I called her and I was like, I sent her I sent her a text with pictures of the of my truck. And it, I didn't see the tan one to begin with. The green one, I had no idea where that came from. But she uh she actually drove by because I told her where it was. She, <laughs> the, the hour before, she drove out there to check out where the thing was. And I guess there was a ranchero parked around the corner. Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy, right? But yeah, she put all that effort into it. You know, and it's like, been an she was like, well, I got a guy coming in with the flatbed, and it was only like, it was less than 100 bucks for them, you know? So it's like a big price jump. Fuck yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just want to throw some, throw some business at you at this point, you know? Because I'm, I'm figuring I don't want to tow this thing with chains. It's just dangerous, you know.
17: Oh yeah, you want that thing yeah. secure.
16: No, I don't want to I don't want to put anybody at risk, man. Yep. And you know, no freeways, back streets the whole way. So with all the hills, you got to think about that and stopping and all. So I, uh, I had a, a buddy's got a tow bar, like they have off the back of an RV with a little Jeep hanging back there and follows them around everywhere. Yep. So I took that and I put it on the front end of the Ranchero and I towed that shit. <laughs> Hardcore. The, I put some lights on it. I got an adapter with some 1974 lights. 1974 style, bitches. Yeah, and like the second I got out of the front, out the driveway, it like bounced and the whole thing broke loose because all it is is like oh. little straps that grab the bumper and it's got a bumper on the front, so it just basically sucks itself up to it. Yeah, and you're it like just, just nuts on, on there. Yeah, yeah you, you just... spin nuts to tighten it up with a chain that goes through. <laughs> I, I worked at a rental place that had one of those. They, they never rented it out. It was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I fucking... So I fucking... uh <laughs> So I get that thing out of there and I get across San Bruno Avenue and I'm, I'm up in the neighborhood up there by the reservoir and I hang that right turn at the reservoir and it comes out of the turn Uh-oh. and just starts doing this. Right? The whole so car? starts rocking. Yeah. And it's pulling... It's like making my ass bounce a little bit, fuck right? Fuck yeah, at this man. i like, what the fuck, man? The engine going back and forth? No. So I think I might have blown a shock so it started getting some spring on the one side. <laughs> what in the fuck is this? Jesus. I forgot to stop my phone, man. Wow. i are just having a
17: hap, hap, happy uh, towing experience Yeah, I set that
16: in there for Christmas. I forgot to change it. <laughs> <laughs>
17: You're one jolly motherfucker. So I think it
16: blew the shock on the, on the front left side. And then, the, so the spring, you know, didn't have any any resistance other than the spring bounce and once that started oh, going so the you got yeah. the resonance going you know the more speed i got it just started fucking i could see the steering wheel fucking bouncing all over <laughs> so i pulled over and uh i checked the wheel and the wheel the front left wheel thinking you know maybe it's loose maybe maybe the fucking tires off you know the rims loose yeah, the i don't know something the bearings the ball joint, yeah nothing everything seemed tight i couldn't jack it up because i had that bumper thing on there and it was like 6 30 and i gotta be here at eight. and I'm like and I'm not even a halfway home yet you know it's like fuck really crawling along yeah so I fucking uh, is
17: that when you called me or after that
16: so I put no after that so I took (laughs) bungee cords and I bungeed the steering wheel to the fucking front seat like below it you know I went to the
17: holy shit MacGyver this gets better by the second
16: (laughs) and then it just it smoothed it out dude and I fucking came down Silver Avenue I went up Alamany I just said fuck it
17: Hell yeah, I would too. Alamine would be the way to go.
16: You know, the, the sun had already Flat. gone down. It fucking I had I didn't have running lights on it, but I had turn signals and brake lights. And my buddy was, was fucking tailgating me the whole way home. Oh, there you go. Wow. But yeah, it was an, it was an excursion. It was an adventure.
17: It sounds like an adventure. So I got, got the both thing, adventurous
16: I got Mondays. the thing off the back of my truck into his uh into the spot where it's, where I'm gonna be working on it. And I got home at seven oh four. Whoo! Oh, did you have your music list done already? Uh-huh, oh wow, yeah, I took care of that, so that's uh that was my day, so then I ran over here. I fed my dog real quick, <laughs> threw everything in a bag and you made a music list a music list I made yesterday. Oh, I was feeling good. All right, out. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs>
13: I do some lips To hipster And double time The boy